Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Never Late, Always Right on Time. Wait, is Jet? Are you wearing a sweater, Jesse Cox? Do you have like a sweater with a shirt yeah. underneath? Oh my god! No, it's just a. It's just a. There's, why oh, there's I, no shirt. Why underneath. do both of you look like? Oh, you there's just, no shirt underneath. Hold on. No, what? Why do you both look like you just stepped off of a train to Hogwarts, and I'm over here, like I just got it's back from summer we vacation? Already... Listen. We already established in a private offline episode that me and Jesse are the flotsam and jetsam. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been, right. we just came back from the evil villain committee of mm. how we're going to bully you. <laughs> Wait, what is flotsam and jetsam? Is I don't, what is this? What is what this? What do you thing? mean? Erin is like such a huge uh, Ariel or Little Mermaid super fan. You don't know the we're name the two, of the two. We're the two eels, the two. Wait, but wouldn't that make that me? One has one has one eye, and one has another Hold eye. On. If we... you're the two eels, wouldn't that make me Ursula? No. No. <laughs> so who am I then in the no, Little Mermaid okay. world? Am I Sebastian? For the chat. For the chat, you let the chat decide who you are. Chat. <laughs> That's never a good idea. Why be... would you do that? That's worse than you chat. deciding. JP will always be like all positive and assuming the best, and me and Jesse will be like. No, that person is garbage. <laughs> They're saying I'm flounder. Yeah, <laughs> you like, got flounder. Big flounder. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Flounder. Wow. Wow. One, one we guy, would tear you apart. One guy who's about to get banned, a 51-month sub, says JP is a stone on the beach. So I don't even get like an actual <laughs> character, according to that guy. No, I oh. think I think... I think your Bell wife has plus major... ratio plus you're a stone <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, no, your wife has major Ariel vibes, and you are definitely flounder. Okay, <laughs> like hanging out with Ariel, just hanging just out, like okay. trying to keep her out of trouble, but like also getting in trouble. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, who is Scuttle? Ooh, the seagull. Oh, he's the seagull. Okay, I don't know. I don't. God, who's the crazy? Do you have any like wacky old friends, like kooky old timer friends who like want to tell you about like yeah, scoots things that are they're perfect. Done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that actually checks out. That really checks out. Yeah. And then you need your Sebastian, whoever that is, and you've got a whole thing. Wait, who's Sebastian? Is what's the dog's name? The, 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 Sebastian's the crab. Because we have I'm the, the dog. Dusty. Oh, okay. That would yeah, be day, that yeah. would probably be day nine. There you go. There you yeah. go. And uh, uh, the um, the the dog is with Prince. What's his face? Uh, who cares about him? Yeah. So, but the dog is 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 Ollie, who's trying to get into my frosted mini wheats. Ollie, you're a dog. Well, yeah. What what do you? How do you think you're gonna open that box there, son? Ollie, what you're do you, a dog. Don't tell me what I can't be. He's just pawing at the box of anyway. He's very confused. Ollie, you can be anything you want. Yeah. But you can do whatever you want. You can't eat frost. Anyways, Jesus Christ. Jesse, how was traffic? Did uh Dude. did the man live? The man or woman live? I don't know. So I can't even begin to tell you what was happening. So well, that... I think it was a combination of multiple factors. So apparently. From what I saw, yeah. there was someone trying to jump off an overpass. But also at the same time, there were two cars stalled out in the fast lanes. So, like, it was madness. Well, in, um, that, uh, in that video 
the like news video that you sent or tweeted, I think, re quote tweet mm-hmm. is what it was. Uh, there you could see a man who was on the other side of the railing that was like preparing or was was you know going to do what he was going to do, but the newscasters didn't even mention it. They well, I, they didn't even say what. I, maybe that's uh, maybe that's protocol. I don't. I was confused. I, by that. I have no clue what. It, but I but I did. What's crazy is when I was driving down to uh the the the, the car repair place. Um, the on that overpass. There was like a dude I saw throwing stuff on the highway. And I wonder if it was that guy. Uh, I don't know. It's also just another day in LA sometimes. Well, it's like, all right, me and my, here we go. Me and Chad had a, a great discussion. Uh, it was only like that, that overpass from the video. It didn't look that, that, uh, you know, much of a fall. So it, well, it's also traffic. Like if traffic, yeah. Is well, going, if traffic's going, that's what would have have done the deed. So to he speak. hits a person that yeah. car spin, like that would have yeah. been, yeah, that would have been bad. That would have been. So I understand. Yeah. And like I hope if it was a dude who's threatening to jump, like he's safe and stuff. But also, I left. I left that dealership at nine a.m. and I left at nine, and I didn't get in till eleven ten. So that, that and man. it usually is a fifteen minute drive, and so I was just like. Yeah. Cool. I planned everything. At 8.30 was my appointment. Pulled up. I was like, yeah, so this is all stuff that needs to get done. I was in the the like rental car they gave me and on the road at 9. Like, well, easy. You, I'm going to be in by 10. This would be great. You made a mistake. Nope. You made a mistake, and you didn't plan for the, uh, the L.A. suicide. Clearly, know? I did not make the right plan. It's plans. always got to be in there. You got to. Got to be ready to get off the uh, the highway at a moment's notice. The second you see traffic, it's just how Worst. it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. Bronze, who is Chloe, and why do you have her glasses? It okay. So I wear prescription lenses, but or I'm supposed we'll let him to. do this to you, Bronze. I have I have stuff on my glasses too. Yeah, but I those, yeah. those glasses are raised too. glasses. Okay, raised like an established glasses guy. Yeah, Chloe though, and um. Uh, I keep having issues with them, like pinching on the bridge of my nose because I have kind of a big nose. Yeah. And so before I got my prescription put in, I was just going to try it out with the dummy lenses. And the dummy lenses have this written on them. It's not a sticker. It's like on the glass. Okay. So I'm just a logo kid now. Wait, so. Well, here's the thing. They look great. Yeah, they look great. I I, I really like them. I will say hashtag no ad though. Have you tried out Warby Parker? Have you have you ever have you ever done the Warby Parkering? They're pretty no. good. They're pretty great. Really? Yeah, I'm wearing Warbies right now. They're I, I they're great. Okay. They send, you can give them your prescription and then they'll literally just send you the lenses to try on. You can get up to like four. And then uh, you just choose whatever you want. And then you send them back to them. No, no charge. And then they they put your prescriptions in them and send them to you. It's yeah, a great I process. And they're not expensive. Kind of dope. Yeah. I got mine from okay. the mall. Some company called Versace. Very excited about Versace? Them. No. Vers- no, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure they said Versace. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure they said Versace. What is Versace like knockoff Versace? <laughs> no, it's Versace. <laughs> My glasses are always Versace the most expensive Jackie. thing I own. Oh, okay. All well, right. yeah, you're going to, they're the biggest. I wear them all the time. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that you wear them on your face constantly. They should be an investment piece. 
Versa- you, know, you have Versace. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize we were with a look, LA celebrity to, here. Jesus Christ. Shout out to Lens Crafters in the mall. Got me the deal with my AAA membership. Good Thank Lord. you very much. Yeah. Oh, the other What's thing, Bronze. AAA membership. If you download the Warby Parker app, they have an AR thing where you can just try the lenses on via the app. It uses your front okay. facing camera. That's, that's, that's what I did. It's cool. Pretty sick. I'm terrified of that I'm stuff. That. I always, every time someone's like, buy clothes through this app or buy. Uh, glasses through an app i'm like but i want to try them on immediately i don't want you to send me like 15 pairs that i then try on and then determine oh, what okay, i want then i gotta I ship them back and like just a hassle i thought you were gonna I'd be rather just go uh, to a place yeah i thought you were gonna say like no. i don't want him to have my information i fucking come on i literally sent my, i literally sent my ear to square enix i don't i'm not like <laughs> I'm not. i did the same thing and i don't know if it did anything at all in fact my yeah, stream told even... me to turn it off because it affected the audio on the stream but I'm not even fussed about that. Mm-hmm. I could care less. I'm everywhere on the internet. At this point, people got scans of scans of me. It's That's fine. True. I'm all right. That's true. Uh, hey, is there anything happening in the MCU? Because I have no fucking idea. There's probably not. Uh, it's, yes, it's I just saw a bunch dead. of stuff the other day. Yeah. Man. Well, all right. Besides the usual suspects on the internet, yo, okay. I don't know. The biggest problem with being a Marvel fan and to some extent a Star Wars fan uh-huh. is every time something new drops and you like get into it and you want to see what people's thoughts are and you like look at opinions and things, YouTube always filters the algorithm to eventually just flood your for you page of just being like, yeah, the most toxic people on earth being like, this is why Miss Marvel will be the downfall of the Disney empire. And you're like, what? <laughs> like what? Every time. And it's just too much. But anyway, within all that, as I filtered out all that garbage, there was a lot of uh, people talking about some of the new stuff coming down the pipeline, especially a lot of the new footage of Moon Knight. Which yeah, they've been putting out some footage of that. Looks great. And a lot of people are comparing it to Legion, which I'm so thankful we were watching that. Because Man, we're, we're fucking uh, smart, guys. I just want to, like, I get a little bit of chills when you say that because it just verifies how smart the three of us are in terms of our... Uh, I mean, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Have all of back. my suggestions been crack on thus far? They're I mean, yes. Yeah, they're crack Is on. that bronze girl the smallest creator on MCU crew with the biggest brain? I mean... No one will deny your brain size. <laughs> Massive brain. Yeah, that's true. Huge cranium. It's big. It's big, big brain, huge brain, dunka dunk. Yeah, massive. Listen, if I had as many viewers as I have brain folds, I'd be the female Hassan. I don't. I don't. Not, I'm not okay with the with the phrase brain folds. But like, all right, yeah. Wait, is your brain <laughs> folded? I thought. I didn't think a brain was. Yes, folded, was it? Yeah. Oh, it's got wrinkles. It's got all sorts of stuff. You need, in there, man. like, for maximum surface area. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And then people, and we barely that use it, it, man. Into, if your brain doesn't have wrinkles, then you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> oh, so that's that's why when you call people a smooth brain, smooth brain, they're dumb. Yeah. Yes, because uh, their brain doesn't have any surface area. Man, we are yeah. learning. Yeah. <laughs> Learning. You know what else is crazy your about the brain? of time changes. Damn it! I was gonna make the same joke. <laughs> oh, I was gonna do a whole thing Blossom to get there. Blossom and Jetsum. Blossom and Jetsum. Got him. Got him. <laughs> Incredible. 
Uh, here's a headline <laughs> as I'm looking at uh, different Marvel headlines. Francis Ford Coppola says Deadpool is amazing. That's a wild headline right there to read, but I guess he wouldn't watch Deadpool. And he's a big fan. Look, I'm going to let you know. I don't know what it is. It's either a Ryan Reynolds thing or a specifically Deadpool thing. But I've mentioned on the show many times my dad hates superhero movies. Uh-huh. He loves oh, yeah. both Deadpool movies. Loves both of them. I don't know what it is. I don't it's it's the same thing. He's meeting mutants. He's doing like Marvel shit, but it's just I think Ronald Reynolds tapped into like the guy ego. And everyone's just like, yes, I love Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> like, no matter what, it's crazy. Yeah, it's true. Here's a thing that really sucks to read. The Falcon and Winter Soldier celebrated their first anniversary of the original premiere of the show this past week. And that's yeah. shocking because that means that that's been out a year. And what the fuck is time? Right? Like, that's insane to well, consider. Well, you know, JP. Wait. You know, the older you our get. show has been going for a year? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah we've, been, we've been doing this for a little over a year, I guess, at this point. I don't know what episode number we're on, but it's probably in the 30s or 40s. Episodes, numbers. I would whatever. say low 40s, most likely. Yeah. All about, it's all about the experience, man. It's true. It's true. Here's another headline. Jared Leto teases Morbius as friend or foe for Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Do you feel like those those Sony folk are just like, hey, Spider-Man, talk to me, buddy, please, Spider-Man, hello, pl Tom Holland, please answer my phone calls. That's how I, I feel about everything. I 100% agree. It's so I think stupid. all the things, yeah, all the things Sony's creating, all these like Madam Web so and uh, Craven the Hunter and, and Morbius, they're all things that exist in the Spider-Verse, but they're also things that I don't think Marvel's going to touch with a 10-foot pole. Like, they'll just exist. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah, it's real, real dumb. Um, trying to see if there's anything else here. Oh, how do we feel about Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine? Here for it. Here for it. Okay. I don't judge anything anymore. Daniel Here for it. Radcliffe is that he kind of pulled a Robert Pattinson, right? Uh -huh. Like, yeah. he made the big AAA film. And then took all that money and was like, fuck it. I'm going to do weird art house shit. And yeah. I feel like people grow as performers when they do that. Like, you know, like, I feel like that's a, so even though people say mean things like, oh, they fell off or they're not relevant anymore. I think like you end up growing in the scope of what you're capable of once you get away from just doing really shallow AAA films. Right. So then you get those dope actors to do sometimes somewhat shallow roles in the MCU. I feel like they bring something else to it. Like, I think Robert Downey Jr. brought a lot to Iron Man, even though the writing for that character wasn't always deep because Robert Downey Jr. is a really, really, really good actor, like who's done films like Chaplin, right? So then he can come into a role that isn't, necessarily deep out of the gate and add something to it that wasn't there and i 100 percent think daniel radcliffe could do that with wolverine i think I, it'd be great it, it would take a little adjustment agree. from like you know an audience's eyes to be like that's not hugh jackman <laughs> but then eventually you get over it but it is daniel Radcliffe. like like he has a special yeah. place in a lot of people's hearts and so i think that works for him and also 
he has the exact potential to do what you know Pattinson has done. What I mean, you even think about like when Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger was like the ro- the rom com boy. Yeah, and then he was Joker, and so I think being able to take someone like just go look at pictures of Dana Radcliffe. He is not the young boy anymore. Dude is a hairy son of a bitch. He is that guy. He, he would have to put on some muscle though. They'd have to give him a little he, bit of the shot. He's <laughs> ripped though. Super, he is very he is ripped, like, but he's not like he's not uh, Wolverine ripped. You know? Oh yeah, but if he can like bulk. Yeah, he's like a tiny dude. If he bulks up, that might be some of the most accurate Wolverine we'd see on film. I don't know. Like, I'm for it. I think, I think, give him a shot. You know. Wait, how tall is he? How tall is he? I uh, thought he was like five I seven. Think he's one of yeah. For some reason, five seven was the number it entered in my brain. But that might be Wolverine's like, height. That was what's really he's funny five, is five. like that's even more perfect. That's better. That's yeah. better. Yeah, that was like the one thing that Hugh Jackman actually didn't match the character on. Mm-hmm. Is Hugh Jackman is actually way too tall to play Wolverine. Yep. Um, he still did a great job. Don't get me wrong, but one time he went to Comic Con, I think dressed as Wolverine, per his own like, uh, like one of his interviews, and he was saying that somebody looked at him and was like, "This is a pretty good costume," but Hugh Jackman's actually way shorter or something like that. Like he looked at him dead in his face. Like, Hugh Jackman dead in the face and was like, "That's pretty good," but like. You're you're too tall. Yeah. Um. So they hit it pretty well on camera, but like he is like a little too tall to play the role. Whereas Daniel Radcliffe at five foot five, that's really good. That's like short, hairy Canadian like that. He, I think he could do it. He, I mean, he his face matches has, too. He even has the like when he's not smiling like a goofball. He has the facial structure of like an angry, pissed off, hairy dude. Like he looks it. When he's just like stone faced, the man has it. I say, give him a shot. Like wait, I what, can't wait uh, for that kind of stuff. What's the rule on? Can I show a shirtless Daniel Radcliffe? Is that? Am I going to get banned? Hell yeah, you can. You're fine. Okay, all right. Here they just need to add some muscle on him. He's a little. Uh, they just need some some density there. Yeah, the dude just but like he bulks up. Like if he bulks, if they start feeding him like toaster strudels in the morning (laughs) (laughs) and like and he bulks up with that mass the man has got wolverine he's got it i frankly i'm here for it (laughs) the other name in the uh potential running uh is uh taryn egerton if you know that name edgerton yeah is it edgerton or egerton i don't necessarily think it's edgerton he's the guy from kingsman and uh the guy that played uh elton john and and rocket man eggsy it's my exit. You know, yeah. I think he too has a look, and I think he could he could pull it off as well. I think Daniel Radcliffe has is as better name recognition. Yes, but I think both could go either way. I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, I think I think oh Eggsy, I think he knows how to do action stuff. So like, that's not an issue for me. But I've never seen him with like a full beard. You know what I mean? With like the hair, he does. He's never. And anything he's ever he's never been like the hairy dude. We need we need uh, Egerton's body, but Radcliffe's face, <laughs> and Radcliffe's acting maybe, perhaps. I I think he might be a better actor. I don't know. He's also signed. I the other thing that I would consider uh, is maybe a strike against him being Wolverine. He already signed on to one like multi year film franchise. 
And then it turned out to be like his entire childhood. <laughs> so he might be a little reluctant to sign on to that shit. But he seems like he's into it, though. There's a yeah, lot of I like, pretty say. positive. Yeah. I think it's also like having that break in between, right? Like Robert Pattinson signed on to Batman. I think if you had gone up to Pattinson post Twilight, he probably would have told you to fuck off. I can't but always be bots. Yeah. yeah. But I think like having that like several year gap helps people. Same thing with like Benedict Cumberbatch. When they said they were first approaching him for Doctor Strange, I was like, I don't know if he'll do this because he does a lot of the what what do I call it? Oscar bait. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. you know, the first gay intelligence officer. You know, he does a lot of roles that in movies that are great, but that like most people don't watch. That's oh, that sounded really shady. That's not what I I love Benedict Cumberbatch. But he's kind of a Killian Murphy in that like Killian Murphy will do something like like play Scarecrow in in Batman, but then he he also did like the wind that shakes the barley and uh, disco the, pigs. They're theater people. They like they like playing theater roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I I think like with that cool down period, he'll do it. That's just my theory. I think if it was hot on the tails, it'd probably be a no. I think it will also be like Doctor Strange, though, where we're not going to get cameos in every single movie. Doctor Strange's cameos have been none. Uh, Except for Spider-Man is not a cameo. That was a whole role. Um, I guess he hasn't had cameos, yeah. Well, he was in Thor. He uh, was in Thor. Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thor. That was it. So his cameos have been minimal compared to some but, of the other characters. Yeah. But his Thor cameo was also a post credit scene. It was an extended post credit scene, right? No, no, no. No, he was, he was in it when he was tossing that. Yeah, he goes and finds no, but, but I mean, that same scene was part of a post credit scene for the movie right before, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yes. You are correct about that. Yeah. And so, like, I can understand why they would just be like, we're just shoot it all one day. You know what I mean? And they probably got away with that. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I imagine more Batch has stuff to do. Just like I imagine all these other people have stuff to do. But Daniel Radcliffe, like, he can pick and choose what he does. And so I imagine that I think goes a long way for Robert Downey Jr. and any other actor who uh, jumped onto the Marvel train and once a Marvel hit. You're kind of back in it. You can do whatever you want. And you can end up like, you know, Chris Hemsworth just like doing whatever films he wants. Or uh, Chris Evans is like, now I do, I'm the bad guy in this murder mystery now. Like that kind of, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah, I think Daniel Radcliffe has had fun in the world of like indie, crazy, weird movies. And if he jumps into this, I'm sure Hollywood will be like, brother, welcome home. Because that's the way this awful town works. So, yeah. Who knows? Uh, one other little bit of news, which I didn't know this was the case, but I guess they're just saying this now. Uh, Benedict Wong is out there saying that, uh, as he's putting it, that we've entered the phase Wong of the MCU. Um, I'm for it. But he came out and said... Or at least this article slash film.com is saying that he's taken over the mantle of Supreme Sorcerer. 
He, yeah, it was me already. He's he's Sorcerer Supreme uh, because uh, Doctor Strange was gone for five oh, years. Oh, and so he took it over. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. And so Strange is kind of like on his own. He's his own thing right now. He isn't Sorcerer Supreme. He's whatever the hell is like. I kind of like free floater. I do what I want. Yeah. 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 For some reason, I, I liked about that. Cool. Uh, that's that's pretty much it for the uh, the MCU news. We'll talk Legion here in a sec. I do want to mention, Jesse, I started watching Peacemaker. I'm six of eight dude, episodes in. So good. Dude, that show's fucking so good. incredibly good. If you, if you haven't it watched it me... yet and you have an HBO Max uh, subscription. I need to watch it. It's very fucking good. It makes me so upset that like the commitment level on both the emotionality of the show and the goof of the like it's so high that it's it when there's like moments in Marvel shows that kind of like don't land, I'm upset that Peacemaker can be so off the rails insane. Yeah. When they need to hit an emotional moment, they hit it every single time. It's so good. It's you know, gun comes in blazing, is he all really, I'm saying. Dude, he does some like uh it it's wild how that show can take itself so seriously in one moment, and then the next moment they are completely off the like they're completely off the rails in the sense that off the rails means that there is a white supremacist father who uh dons an entire suit and has a bunch of Nazis who are worshiping him while chasing down aliens. <laughs> right. And like it's a little aliens that inhabit the heads of people. Yeah, that are that are y'all oh, like yeah. While also being a character who is emotionally stunted, right? Who like hides behind his his goofs and being a jackass, uh, because he's like he can't deal with emotions. Like there's so many levels to what's happening there in this is, show, man. and and each character has a moment. Like everyone in this show develops in a way that's like super interesting. Yeah, I'm like by the end, JP, you're gonna be like that was. Oh, I'm six right. out of eight, so I'm close to the end. I'm a little bit sad. I need that to I, watch I Peacemaker. Up. Yeah, I need to watch yeah. Peacemaker. You guys need to watch the Harley Quinn show. On Jesse's Dude, Harley Quinn's it, great. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I I like Venture it. Brothers. If you if you mm -hmm. like the Venture Brothers, like, um, how else would I? That's the closest thing to describe it to. If you like that adult animated style, it's yeah. actually it, like fire. It's like adult animated comedy without being like there's a lot of netflix adult animated comedy shows that are like the same shit over and over again and this is it, it feels its own thing it like it's true to the characters it's fun to watch and then it takes characters like joker and bane and like especially like the main bad guys penguin and his like his son like all that shit is hilarious they like take it to the next level and make it tons of fun yeah love it love it yeah I'm I'm really enjoying Peacemaker. I it's I ex I knew the intro was good because I had watched it uh just on its own. But when you have context and then it rolls at the beginning of every episode, you don't skip that shit. I still laugh at fucking Eagly, uh, who shows up on screen anytime. Eagly, by the way, uh bronze is Peacemaker's pet bald eagle. Mm -hmm. And it's CG. Okay. And it's it's as stupid as you would think. <laughs> it is, but also the like that, hilarious. <laughs> the fact that Eagly has such a prominent character role, yeah, and like 
dude, I can't even, I can't even spoil the insanity of this entire show. It's so good. It's the ending good. is like, I love Eagly. He's one of my favorite in the entire mm-hmm. show. Just the, his bit in the intro makes me crack up every single time because he misses his mark and then he steps forward a little bit. Uh, and you can't spoil the fact. You can't spoil the intro. No, that's not even spoiling it because I've watched it seven times. <laughs> <laughs> it is the first unskippable yeah. intro. To you don't anything skip ever. the you intro. Can't, you can't. Yeah. Remember that Iron Fist intro? Think of the complete opposite in terms of <laughs> it being good. And then you start to watch every single character every single time to try to get mm. something new out of it. It's, it's remarkable. I love that. That one, like, this dance cracks me the f- Every time I see this, I'm it, laughing. Every yeah, time. It, I don't need, like... It's so good. They could do an entire documentary on how the intro came to be, and I would watch it. There's actually... It exists. It does. There's a YouTube okay. video where they interview all of the, the cast, and they're like, what was this like? Why did you do this? And it's so funny to see the reaction. I need to reaction. watch that. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I need to watch the, um, <laughs> the The best part is... uh. Oh, what is the blonde X? She's like, the intro asks the really important questions. Like, do you really want to taste it? <laughs> that's like, I was like, yeah, yeah. great. This is a very important question. Do you want to taste it? It's good stuff. That's worth it. Anyways, let's, uh, what? Do you really want to taste it? Do you? I don't know. That's the question. Yeah. By do you want to taste it? I don't... Do you, do you really want to taste it? I don't know. I, I kind of think, I kind of think I do. Anyways, uh, Jesse, your internet's like freaking out. Uh, I don't know what's going my on. My internet is freaking out. On my end, it seems fine. But all right, I'll re- I'll rejoin. Hold on, I'll be right back. Okay. All don't right. do a thing. He's on my end, it's mostly fine, but he is kind of he just it, yeah, and just skips. Time. His bit rate's yeah. uh, fluctuating. Well, Jesse's cheap internet. Yeah, it's a, it's just that. Kidding. No, he doesn't. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's that California internet. Now he's not able to rejoin. So now we've really gone and fucked it. Oh, there he goes. Now he's rejoining. Okay, he's back. Kind of. Jesse. Wait, he like rejoined, but then he didn't rejoin. Now he's rejoining again. He's having the same issues. Jesse. We shouldn't have had him. We shouldn't have had him rejoin. This was a colossal fuck up. Our hubris. I can't believe you did this, Chloe. We were so busy asking ourselves if we could that we didn't ask ourselves if we should. He's back on the highway. We've got a jumper and he's gone. God damn it. <laughs> what is what is going on with today's episode? I mean, it's the past two weeks. I, look, I think he is actually a supervillain who's just trying to sabotage the show. What if he's just doing like Oh no no he's straight frozen. I'm I'm watching him connect and reconnect furiously God damn it. because he knows that the show's going on. So he's probably very uh, very worried about all this. Do you rewatch uh, Spider Man by the way? Now that it's out on digital, I have no. Pl- I, need I plan to. to. Yeah, I plan to, but I haven't. Uh, I have not done it yet. You know what I really want to do? I really want to rewatch that Green Goblin fight in the apartment building. Yeah, that's one of the best scenes. Very good. Yo. It's really Peter good. gets his shit kicked in. Because uh, I kind of want to watch that. Yeah. That's he, like what I'm looking forward to the most. I was going to watch it on the uh, on the plane, but I felt like that would be a disservice to that film. To have it on like a little yeah, iPad. Yeah. You know? The tiny the tiny little yeah, screen. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, I watched Peacemaker. 
which was really funny because the person next to me on both the flight to Dallas and the flight back from Dallas was like doing that thing that you do on planes where you watch what the other person's watching without audio and you try not to like mm-hmm. let the other person know. But in, in uh, Peacemaker, there's just like straight up sex scenes, right? Like just, they're not even, uh, they, they show everything in essence. And uh, the person would just like look over. And I did that thing where you like turn the iPad a little bit to the window. You called them out? <laughs> well, I didn't call them out. I turned it a little bit. But then I realized because I had the window up that it was just reflecting off the window. So then the entire aisle could just see the hardcore sex scene occurring uh, via the window. But hey, it's it was you pay a little bit extra to get into uh, first class. You get a first class show. Okay, that's what happens. Sometimes I will put some random ass shit on on the plane while I do other stuff. So I'll usually have like mean? my tablet out and I'm writing. And then if there's like a screen in the back of the seat, which I guess some planes still have that. Wait, I'll like just put something up there. That's random. Oh, a lot of planes yeah. now just have a little fold down thing where then you can actually sit right, where you iPad. put your phone. Yeah. Yeah. And and last time I was on an Alaska flight, they actually had the screen still in the back of the headrest. Oh. So I put on. I don't know what compelled me. Oh, it's because it had Rachel Weiss in it. And I was like, oh, I really like her. And I haven't seen her in anything since The Mummy, really. So I I didn't realize she did other movies. That's surprising. Yeah. (laughs) Play this movie called, what's it called? The Favorite. Oh, yeah. It's about. I think Aaron watched it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a scene with aggressive finger banging with all these lesbians. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) You couldn't leave up. Could you internet? Now there I gotta... we go. There we go. The cox is back. Interrupt. Oh, Jesse whoa. heard aggressive finger banging, and he's just like, "I'm back, baby." Oh, what a, what a strange place to he come just, back with me just, talking about lesbians. Yeah, he just Kool Aid man through the fucking wall. <laughs> well, I don't have a camera now, so that's I know. cool internet. I know. Do you want me? I can put up an image if you want. If you want to. Oh. oh God, I think he just DC'd again. This man's no. playing. Oh. oh. Quit playing I think he's games back. with my heart. He's back with no camera. Uh, this is freaking ridiculous. Jesse, we're going to, one of these days, we're going to just have a normal show. I don't know why you're trying to sabotage us week after week. It literally won't detect week. my my camera now. I'm not sabotaging. I'm doing nothing. I did nothing. <laughs> Everything was fine. The internet was like, Jesse, it's a little laggy. You're a little laggy. Wait, is the internet You're Yoda? a little laggy. Is the internet Yoda? Is that what you're saying? Sucks. You want to put up Then connect my my thing again. My camera. Oh, camera. We'll see if it works. Okay. Good luck. This is good luck. This is bull. This is bull patoots. Everything about this is broke. Godspeed. The last device you connect to the computer malfunctioned. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh, you must be having like a hardware clash somewhere. Yeah. You know what? Internet, this is on you. We were fine. I had a face. I had a face. You did have a face. You could always use, wow. uh, if you want to just send it to OBS, Jesse, then you could just use the virtual camera from OBS. It's not even picturing up, picking up the camera. Oh. That's what I'm saying. That's why it says no signal. Oh. So I just want to say. Thanks, Internet. You did this. It was the Internet's fault. 
It was. They're I stopping us from discussing discussing this incredible show. I know. Called Look, Legion. That's what I that's what I wanted to do. And here we are. Not doing it. I yep. mean, I guess I could restart my computer, so that will be cool. <laughs> All right. Or I can put up a photo. It's up to you. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I it's fine. Whatever. I'm okay with photo. I'll I'll find a photo. I'm gonna find the here's the thing. I will find the worst possible photo. Great. Of you. Unless you want to restart. That's up to you. Great. It's up to you. Make the call now. <laughs> oh, there's some good ones. He restarted. <laughs> wow. He said, F this shit, I'm out. <clears throat> there's I this mean, one. well, just... you did threaten to take the worst photo of him possible. So... I mean, that's just how this goes. <laughs> We could do this. Wait, why would it? I hate Google sometimes. Why would it like use the transparent checkerboard background, but not actually be transparent? What if else? it was actually transparent, that would go great over his no signal cam thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was hoping. I was hoping to do, but it's just uh, missed opportunity. Yeah, here's uh, this is deviant Jesse Cox. If we're gonna stay on brand. We can check this out. What is a web BP file? I don't even know what that is. There we go. This looks like if you fused me and Jesse. <clears throat> Jesus, that's a big image. Into one person. That's what that's what this image is. Oh my god, that looks so horrible. <laughs> it's just the two of us fused together into one I man. I don't like that <clears throat> at all. I hate that. It's a weird image. It's that's not there great. if you search Jesse Cox. Uh you also got <clears throat> you also got some weird lawyers for some reason. I don't know why. You also got this image. Actually, I'm not going to show that image. There's a lot of weird looking uh, Cox photos out there. You know what I'm saying, Jesse? Yeah, I'm aware. I know. Yeah. I know what I am. I know. I know what I am and <clears throat> what I do. Yeah. Welcome back. Let's talk Legion. Congratulations, everyone yeah. that fast forwarded through the uh, time killing process here. Jesse Cox. <laughs> Two episodes left in Legion. We've watched four, episode three through six. What do you think? How are you liking it? So right off the first off, I think this show is brilliantly like done. It's super cool. Uh, but I also now completely understand why people might be turned off from this show. Because for as visually stunning as it is and for as trippy and insane as it is, the forward motion of the show is minimal. It's a little slow. It is like a great example is I think it's episodes two through four are literally like, all right, actually two through five. It's like, okay, uh, we're going to explore your memories, which is great. Cause I'm like, yes, let's get what is real. What is not? Uh -huh. And then it proceeds to be, multiple episodes of him in like a coma and then everyone trying to like figure out how to solve this problem but he doesn't like do anything except hang out with Jermaine from Flight of the Concords for a little bit <laughs> like really not much happens 
But it is the stuff that does happen looks amazing and is super trippy. And you spend a lot of time, like, again, because I know people wanted to know my notes on this show. Uh, I'll just give you one example. Okay. Do you have them um, uh, listed by episode? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So I'll just start rattling off notes and I'll just eventually stop. All right. So I wrote, Shall we begin? That was my what I titled this, which was, you know. <laughs> How it all started. I okay. love you, Jesse. Never change. And then <laughs> the first note I wrote was, "Who is this girl who lives inside this man?" I now oh, know yes. that that yes. girl who lives inside the man Carrie is, in fact, yeah, Carrie is like the 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 fighter. Like yeah. there are two people in one, but and they brought up like a lot of great questions. I'm glad that there was a whole scene where they were like, "So what is that like? What happens with that with with her?" And more importantly, like, what if one of you die? Or what if you die of old age? What happens to her? Fascinating stuff. Because I guess she doesn't age when she's she not out. She doesn't age, yeah. While when she's, she's not outside, yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Which is fascinating. So, like, all that stuff I was super into. I was like, okay. Again, I love the weirdness of this whole thing. Um, so, yeah, I wrote that. And then I said, what is this opening? Story of a woodcutter and his wife? <laughs> and then I wrote, what year is this? Why do I not know what year this is? And I think it's interesting because all the technology is this weird. It's the, it, everything looks the seventies, but there's things that are clearly not the seventies in this yeah. world, which makes everything not seem real, which I think is the whole point of everything in this show, which I love. Um, but now I know exactly who the coffee machine that tells the story is, which again, great payoff. I'm like, Oh, it's Jermaine or Oliver. I think Oliver is yeah, the, is the, I was about to say dad he's basically the dad of the show but yeah yeah and then and so then and then i wrote like after i said what year is this then then we kept getting flashbacks of his girlfriend and i was like he's dated his girlfriend for 10 months he lives in a house that looks european he also teleports <laughs> i'm just like what is this show and then uh i wrote sid said she can switch bodies and has done so in the past numerous times i think this is when they were on the dock talking yeah and uh I was like, their relationship's kind of cute. Uh, he was, like, they can't touch, but he was her, so he, like, knows her a little bit. And so he, like, did touch her in a weird way, which is, like, very strange. But I'm like, it's kind of cute. And then I, uh, I, I asked, again, what is real? Because in the Halloween segment, the name David is, like, written everywhere. Yeah. And so that weirded me out. And then, of course... I wrote down, dude, this show is scary. AF, WTF. <laughs> episode three and episode four are very fucking scary. Yeah. And then I wrote, uh, oh shit, Angry Boy. <laughs> so clearly that must have been when Angry Boy first showed up. He kind of has, angry... has a little bit of a Hitler stash as well. I don't what's, know if you know that. What's crazy is they managed to take what is clearly just an actor with like a, like a head on and make it terrifying. Which yeah. is like so weird, and it's all angles and like weird shots and stuff. But I love that. Um, and it bugged me. Can I just say it kept bugging me that the book is called "The World's Angriest Boy the in the World." The angriest boy in the world. Yeah. No, but it's called like "World's Angriest Boy." It's like "World" oh, is twice in that name. Oh, okay. it's crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't was know like, that. I know, which is why it's weird. Um, and then I wrote, "Aubrey Plaza is dirty, like nasty, nasty, dirty." I love it. So. There you go. Ivory Plaza does go places. Yeah. Um, and then again, I said, what is the tech here? Like retro futurism? What am I looking at? Uh, and then 
I was like, wait, so the curly-haired bad guy can see them all? Only later did I discover his name is the Eye. So the I eye. guess, yeah, that's his whole point is he can see them. Yep. Um, And then I was like, oh, they're back in the 70s again. And then, oh, yeah, oh, and I wrote, the robot is the husband? Uh, but then again, I wrote, like, these why was there a giant great... widescreen TV? These are <laughs> such great, like, fucking inputs. I don't even know what to say. They're so good. Yeah, I'm just letting them uh, read off because it's great. He was a massive druggie, so he definitely isn't trustworthy. Well, this is all episode saying, three. Yeah, this is just my yeah, notes from episode three. Like Episode three is kind of a bigger episode. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's a massive druggie. And then I said, everyone keeps saying, uh, oh, this is a quote. Everyone keeps saying that I'm sane, but what if they're wrong? And I think that was huge. I love the idea of that being like immediately right out the gate. What if? What if all this is like nonsense? And I'm not telling you the truth. And then, of course, that was the episode. And, and the next episode, they spend time in his head a little bit. Yeah. And that's when we start getting to things like, um, oh, I mean, this is just, this is my intro for episode four, which was, what is this intro? Ice Room? Flight of the Concords Germain? Quantum Fun Adventure? <laughs> stories that teach empathy versus stories that teach fear? They compete empathy and fear. That's like, I was so into the, I want to let you know, I was so into the ice intro of him just sitting there trying to drink his drink, but it kept freezing over. And I was just like, this is peak Jesse. This is the most peak Jesse shit I've ever seen in my life. It starts and then, very weird with that because there's yeah, no intro the to it. It just like fades in. There's Jermaine and he's reading the book, <laughs> but, he, but, but, but he like does, but he does an intro. Like, he sits there, he does an intro, and then he's like, mm, no. And he does it again, and then he does it a third time. Yeah. And I was like, what does this all mean? So, I don't know if he's trying to introduce, like, he's clearly talking about the fact that they are, he and uh, David are in the astral plane. Which is, by the way, by the way, they throw you in the deep end on that. Yes. There is no discussion about, like, what the astral plane is. They're just like, yeah, no, you went too far, bro. You're in the astral plane now. And David's like, well, I can take care of myself. And he's like, I don't know. You can stay here with me. Everything will be chill. Yeah. And you can, like, hang out. And he's like, no, I'm going to go outside with the creepy demon man. Yeah, meanwhile, the, like, the creepy demon man is just, like, hanging out on the, the outside. In the background, like, watching, like, what up? I'm like, mm-mm, this yeah. sucks. And then um, the, the, things, the things that that episode, I think the reason why I liked it so much, these are some of the notes were further down just okay. to, i don't want to spend all day on notes but what i think about this that was so good about this episode was even though not much was actually happening i like that sid discovered that potentially he's just not nothing he's saying is true like the idea behind everything he's saying is like kind of bs and uh you know maybe he's hiding the real truth and he told the doctor the real truth and then uh, the note that I took that I, I loved was, wait, the dog was fake? The most dramatic <laughs> dog wasn't real music in the history of film. <laughs> Go back and watch that scene when it's like, but he didn't have a dog. And it like shows the dog and it's like close up of the dog's face and music is swelling. And then it's just like fade away dog. And I was like, that was so dramatic. You remember the dog's name? That nature. Uh, King was the dog's name. It's important. So, yeah, and uh, then what else did I write down? Oh. Well, then that episode again. ends in kind of a, a big climax on the on the road. Episode four. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's another big reveal. I was just yeah. going to... There's there's two reveals. One that happens is they discover that Lenny is Benny. Correct. I was like, Aubrey Plaza is real? But then, at the end, Aubrey Plaza is just like, let's F some shit up. So... I'm thinking Aubrey Plaza is straight up just the boogeyman. And so, the, and like, that's what I wrote down. Okay. And then uh, I wrote down, again, I have no idea what time this takes place in. The agents are using modern arms and armor, while to- uh, Autonomy is using a World War II era gun. <laughs> yeah. Also, Jermaine put on Feist on the record player. That's not from the 70s. So, yeah, and I just started, like, my notes are just, like, just tons and tons of notes of just... My, uh, well, they're they're serving as a great episode recap for me, because I, I watched uh, mm-hmm. three and four two weeks ago, but five and six sure. last night on the plane. Uh, my favorite part about, I think it's four, is when he's talking to David for the first time, and he puts on jazz, and he starts doing this when the jazz hits. <laughs> it's so... Well, because the, the jazz music is like, wah, yeah, wah, wah, wah. it's like really jarring. It's and David clearly music. Yeah. It's yeah. So and he, weird. he's like into it. And then every time he goes, he turns around, and does this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It's, it's very a crazy cameo. It's yeah. very germane. It really is just straight up germane being germane. hundred percent. Yeah. It's a weird thing, uh, but it, it works. Uh, and, and obviously as we progress through five and six, that character shows up again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, I, we had the cliffhanger at five as well on the road where they do like the body oh, right, swap. right, right, where, where uh, she gets shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she gets shot and we do the, the little bit of the body swap deal, which was kind of stupid because she could just literally say like, uh, you know, that's the eye over there and they, they don't yeah, really discuss tried, that. Yeah, and she tried and it did one of those things that is very like... TV tropey. She, yeah, where it's like, shut up, you. And she's like, I'm trying to tell you the truth. And he's like, no, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Which, you know... Okay. Yeah. But the other big thing there is at the end, uh, Lenny basically just says like, you know, let's, he gets a little cocky in the next episode because he realizes just how strong he is in episode five. Right. Well, he like ends up creating a like magical world for him and Sid to hang out in where they can finally like touch and stuff. Yeah. Which is, you know, again, it's, I, I get, I, I guess I'm curious where this is all going to lead to, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know what the ending of this show is. I guess season one won't have an ending. But, I mean... I rem- I, I mean, six, episode five and six are also big moments. So we, I, I enjoy the notes. I know you don't maybe enjoy reading them, but please continue on with some of the... No, well, yeah, I mean, it's a really good recap. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I also sure. like because they're first reacts. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, let me continue. Because episode five ends on the road. Cliffhanger, pretty big cliffhanger with uh, Carrie getting shot. And um, Lenny basically saying like, hey, let's, let's you know, fuck shit up. Is that episode five? Yeah. Because then, or wait, sorry, that's episode four. That's episode four. I think that's episode four. Yeah, yeah, that's four. Um, five is the start of that where they, uh, they rush, uh, Carrie, female Carrie, uh, Carrie with two R's and a K. To, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, base. yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, uh, episode five is the one that ends where David, the eye shoots David. Yes. And then Sid takes them to their, like, home away from home. And that's when the uh, uh, demon guy attacks. Yeah. He, right? Yes. He trounces around the room and, and she ends up kind of like on the the bed and he's like looming over her and then then they do the standard legion cut to the ending with weird shapes and mm-hmm. all white screen and like some crazy music playing <laughs> yeah um some of the notes i wrote for like six okay i think are fun i i liked the fact that they started to show us backstory of the other characters like we've been getting a lot of david and so six i thought was interesting to see like um yeah uh, they flash back oh, to the like, psych ward and you just get character background for everyone through like economy's mom yeah dying i thought was interesting like being able to see uh oh yeah uh, um we learn more about carrie and carrie the two carries and how they relate i thought that was really neat um let me see is six the one where lenny she's therapist yeah yeah like lenny uh goes after sid yeah and then and then finally and then carrie and oliver have a conversation about melanie and then he he, he goes he appears to his wife right that's yes. what ends up happening in that through way. the wall and he walks right. through the wall she walks through mm-hmm. the wall sorry mm-hmm. yeah you, you, they're starting to like get out of the mental projection thing of the psych ward towards the end of that and carrie with a c the male carrie uh, ends up grabbing Sid and like, well, reveals himself to be in the uh, deep diving suit at the very end of that. And then the music plays. So it's, it's like another cliffhanger, but yeah. And then we, I mean, then the obvious thing that I think, like I mentioned back and forth, it's totally revealed that Lenny is basically another form of the, uh, d- the demon guy. Yeah. And that's pretty obvious. Cause they straight up do a, they go like, through all of it hand on the shoulder where the hand is the creepy hand, but it's like, lenny behind kind of vibe um so it's it's pretty much revealed that that's the case yeah and then um uh there is there's a hint about who david's dad is yep but like adoptive father is what they yeah yeah yeah. and uh and i think that's also really interesting they never showed the adopted dad's face i think that vibe's kind of interesting yeah um but then in the end uh what i wrote down at the end was like uh it doesn't matter I still love Lenny as a character. Lenny locks David away. And that's like when what is happening. Yeah. Is is Lenny I like I love the idea of a good bad guy and like a fun, interesting like villain that is also like wacky. It, it uh, Lenny for being Aubrey Plaza has strong um John Leguizamo as the the evil clown in, in it's Spawn. Uh, Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> that's true the uh violator or whatever uh, his name is yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. has the exact same exact same energy here pretty similar she's she Mm -hmm. really goes uh her acting i think is phenomenal uh is is lenny especially as a therapist um Mm -hmm. she gets like a cabaret dance as well that one was real weird to watch on the plane because the guy next to me was just like what the he was just kind of staring at the ipad as like aubrey plaza (laughs) is doing his weird red cabaret chill out okay sometimes fucking in peacemaker sometimes people be jamming their vagina into a headrest okay yeah grinding on pillows and all that stuff yeah it was uh it was a very aubrey plaza moment for sure uh (laughs) 
<laughs> there at the end of that episode. And they, they do go through, um, they do like you mentioned the visuals uh with like the the uh the world's angriest boy in the world they do like the dog they show the uh king the dog and it, then they like put a red filter over it <laughs> it's like it's the most absurd looking thing but because of the background music and like what's going on in the show it's kind of fucking scary when they show it to you uh i mean like the Aubrey plot this is an example of like what this I think you can probably um hold on. I'm gonna check, but I think you can probably just straight up Google and look up on YouTube the Aubrey Plaza dance scene. Oh yeah. Yeah, they they published it's straight that up, as its own thing. It straight up starts with her looking and seeing her reflection in a piece of pie. Yes. Like it is bonkers. The whole scene is bonkers, but I think it's supposed well i don't know i think it's supposed to show the the freedom she feels during that moment right of being like out but it's so bizarre like everything again everything in the show is bizarre like it could have been anything instead it's her like grinding on a medical table <laughs> like a like a like i don't know like it's ridiculous the whole thing is ridiculous and then it cuts to like 1960s early 70s kind of like cinematography where it's her uh, outline that yeah and all red i think is interesting yeah mm -hmm. like, a, it's you like know, which again when is this when does this take place about the grinding on the medical table that i put together on this watch through is if you actually look at all the random stuff that she's doing in that cut scene it's all the times that david has lost control of his powers right Dude. so like she's jamming her vagina into the headrest of the mri machine that's when he teleported the mri machine outside of the building and when she's in the kitchen throwing shit around that's when he first lost control of his powers in the kitchen and his ex-girlfriend left him and when yep. she's it's in the like living room that's when he and benny yeah. were getting high as she i didn't literally pick up on that at all yeah like every single place where she's like grinding and bumping it's like a location where she's done something to like ruin his life. Yeah. In some That's way, awesome. like someone tried to get close to him or someone tried to like mess with him. And actually in the bed where she's getting it on the most, if you remember, that's the same bed where Sydney uh, sees the two of them going at it in and is memory. like trying to get around to get the, to, to get to the kid. And it's obviously like really upsetting to her. But like that's the scene where you also see Lenny, like right. on that same bed, like bumping and grinding. So yep. it's almost like a lot of this shit was like, like a lot of the bad things that he did were done by this parasite. Yeah, yeah. the The parasite definitely takes over, uh, and like clouds any of those memories just because it's parasite and it needs david to continue living because it needs to live right it it lives yeah. because david lives those locations aren't nearly as random as they seem right i also think that uh the parasite is is like physically teleporting themselves to those locations like it's not just a metaphysical or a metaphorical sense like they are actually there in those locations to show off a little bit of their uh their strength and like how actual how their powers work in a lot of ways. Jesse, what's this face? 
No, so I, I, I found the video, and I'm watching the video online. It literally is just Aubrey Plaza, Lenny Busker, Dance Sequence, Legion, Chapter 6. Like, it exists. It has yeah. a million-plus videos, uh, uh, views, but I'm the beginning of this scene, that's not... Whose doctor's office is that? That's uh, their doctor office in the, the psych ward. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm saying when he saw his psychiatrist, it wasn't the psych ward psychiatrist, correct? The guy that's in the lighthouse that isn't the guy in the lighthouse. That's a different guy. She isn't present at that office. No, but she, David did tell him what happened and then he ruined that guy's life. Well, that's what I'm saying. But that was when she took over to hide all that Sid, from David. Sid is, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. But like, I think that's huge for his character and that the, the, the mystery that Sid was trying to crack is, you know, what is going on with David as a character that moment. That means that, that the, the the demon took over after so whatever david did david did himself it wasn't like he was in a different like mindset or like some parasitic demon is taking over his life he straight up just like did it himself yeah yes which i think is a pretty interesting implication for who he is as a character well so, i think like you also saw in uh in the beginning of episode five when he's like a little cocky that's that's mm-hmm. lenny being in control during that entire no. moment. No, yeah, no. Ex- most of what is happening is, is like crazier, cockier moments are clearly Lenny control Lenny. mode. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the idea of him in that doctor's office where he, where Sid's like, I think he like beat the shit out of his doctor because of something he said. That isn't him beating the shit out of the doctor. I don't think is a Lenny thing. I think that's like he did that himself. Uh, no, I, th- I think that I think it's implied that that's Lenny. Is it? Because it's Lenny covering up the fact that Lenny exists to David because he doesn't want that to exist. Is it? I guess, I mean, you could. Well, I think right. like Lenny also goes through great extents to hide that memory, if you remember. Like he attacks yes. them mm-hmm. when they're in that memory because he like really doesn't want them to see it. Yeah. But based on the dance, I guess, that we got, that scene yeah. included. There is no like dance scene in that room, it's everywhere else in the story. Every other key moment that we've seen repeatedly over and over and over again is in that scene, except for the one where he's in the doctor's office. Right. That potentially is where, like, all this started. So. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. I mean, Lenny straight up says it started in the womb. And, the, and when she's, like, fucking with David towards the end. So it's much older than that. <laughs> like, the, the parasite's been in David's body for quite some time. Uh, potentially his whole life. Sure. So. Here's the thing. I, uh, this is 100% a parasite parasite, right? This isn't going to end up being like tricked you. It was actually like, this is going to be like a weird, like X-Men thing, right? Is where Uh, where this is going. I'm not going to answer that. (laughs) This is one like, this is going to be, I'm not going to answer that in any way. Like a weird, like they're going to pull something out of David, right? Like a weird, like, Right, because all I'm saying is there is straight up that scene where they're using leeches on his sister in like episode three or four, yeah. or whatever. Like that, I was like, oh, that is they're gonna pull this mean, thing out of this boy. I could I could say this, and I think it will give you an answer uh, to your 
potentially looking for, and it's not a spoiler. Uh, sure. The Aubrey Linney is is a, a like a fairly well known character in in X Men lore. Really? Well, I would say I wouldn't say fairly well known. They are a a well known character. They are a known character in the wide world of X Men. And, it, and Why? up until this point in the show, uh, or sorry, at this point in the show, most people had an inkling of who it was because of the different things associated with the character at this point in the show. Interesting. Like people had kind of figured it out. It just was never said. Huh. Okay. And, and it, it's, it's not kept secret very long. Is what I will say. You start to they they peel back the curtain pretty quick. Mm. But it's cool. I think it, I think it's a great uh, like reveal for all that stuff. And then season two, they go into it a lot more <clears throat> and and discuss all that stuff in in greater detail. Um, and it in a weird way, like the show in season two actually gets weirder. <laughs> right? Like it, they crank up the weirdness and they also crank up the um like destructive capability of everything in the show and so you start to see like power levels rise across the board um season one and is kind of a prologue in all of that in a sense but yeah do you do you have any idea like your your take is that they're going to extract it from david's mind and it ends up being like a physical thing I mean, I, maybe, I mean, they keep saying like parasitic and like, here's, here's my assumption based on the name. Like, I know nothing about the character Legion at all, period. Yeah. And my assumption based on the name is that originally I thought like most of the people we see on screen are fake. They're like personalities of this dude because he is more than one person. And like all the voices in his head are like all the people that he's interacting with. Like that was my like initial assumption of this show. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that's correct because they keep giving us backstories about like people's lives, but I don't know what's real, so I have no clue, and I'm very excited to see where this goes. But again, looking at what we've seen so far, it's been very. We haven't had a lot of forward momentum. Like we're a lot of like yeah, cerebral that... play, and you know, like it, it's interesting. It's super interesting, but we aren't like zooming through a story. It's taking its time with it sure so, yeah we'll see where and we end up season two actually gets slower if you can believe that um like we i mean they may not pull a damn thing out of his head you know what i mean like it may it may he may still have a lenny thing for like all three seasons i have no clue yeah but um we'll see what uh what do you think about the the silent sequence in the house which is clearly like they they enter into that area and then melanie says like this could be a psychic projection we might have crossed over and not known. And then right when they say that, it just like, it goes silent. It goes quiet. I think, I can't, again, I can't tell if this is supposed to be, like, it. in my mind, that seemed to be a defensive mechanism, right? Um, But I can't tell who is responsible for it. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. If it's Who Lenny is, or David is what you're saying. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> like, I don't know. Um, and again, I think that's very good on them for the storytelling aspect of it, that they still have me confused as to what is Lenny versus what is David. And 
what are the things that David is trying to hide versus what are the things that like because David tells like, Sid, you gotta remember in, in the white room, David tells Sid to be quiet when the doors open. Right. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. So yes. it's kind of a carry uh, continuation of that as well, potentially. But I, I mean, this goes all this all goes back to the dog. Like <laughs> I don't it, assume it Lenny. Does. I remember when I told you the dog's a big thing and you were just like, yeah, well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, there's, and I, 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 I love that the show takes time. Like, you know, there's no need for it to take as much time as it does with the Oliver storyline, but it does. And I like that. I like that it starts as a weird coffee machine that talks and now we are like deep in Oliver lore. <laughs> which is like crazy to me, but I don't know. I, I don't know where this show is going at all. Like at all. I have no clue what is going to happen. Um, but they've introduced a lot of characters that I'm like interested in. And it's weird that the main character is still the biggest mystery of the entire thing. And I'm just like tuning in to see what the thing is. I will let you know because of this show, I am now full in on Hulu. Before I had like the bootleg version where you had to watch commercials. Oh, uh, you bought because the this show. I was like, I can't do these commercials. I gotta see what the fuck happens. <laughs> well, and so the, I just the commercials paid the extra five ninety nine. Yeah, the commercials they they know how to do a cliffhanger for commercial break. <laughs> I I couldn't do it. I could, I like would just sit there and be like two whole minutes. No, so I just went and paid another five ten bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, I was like, fine, fine, I'll do this. So. Yeah. You got me, Hulu. Well, there you go. Uh, next week, we'll cover seven and eight, the final two episodes of Legion. And then, guys, a lot of TV shows are starting soon. We got a lot of stuff coming mm -hmm. up. We got Moon Knight yeah. at the end of the month. Halo starts this week on Paramount Plus, not MC related, but that's going to be fucking weird. That's a doozy. Uh, hey, Halo. I, don't I don't know if I'm ready for that, dude. dude it, <laughs> I don't know if I'm not, ready. It's not reviewing very well, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, um, you don't, you don't, you don't publicly say that you had 295 drafts of of your scripts. Don't do that. That's yeah. not that's not normal at all. Yeah, at all. I think people try to say that to be like they they work hard on it or something. Yeah, they misinterpret like why the internet is reticent. If that makes sense, like they don't know how to. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Like they don't know how to like they don't understand why nerds are mad. So mm -hmm. instead of like b putting those fears to rest by describing what they're doing different that past failures to adapt such media haven't done, they instead are like, but we're working really hard like yeah. we're working really hard it's like but nobody cares if you work hard if you still fail i know that sounds really mean but like sometimes your best really isn't just like good enough and it's still bad and you know i kind of had that same response to like cyberpunk like i really like that game but i kept encountering these game breaking bugs and anytime i would complain about it people were like Oh, but the devs worked really hard and they crunched. I was like, yeah, I get that. I'm not blaming the devs. I'm bl clearly it's a project management issue, but like this game has game breaking bugs. I can't finish half the fucking missions. So uh, the best wasn't good enough, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like they're, cause there was also like the other trending news I saw was that 
that one of like some of the narrative team on it basically said that they've never played the game and they yeah. didn't think yeah, it was yeah. important to play the game and they just focused on the lore yeah. and it's like well i understand that you don't have to play the game or to understand the lore but i think if you do you might understand the charm of it like because reading the lore isn't going to help you understand the feeling of being on reach. Do, do you know what I mean? Like you can't really like as a writer, I can tell you that video games are a very interesting format because they're multidimensional. You have a visual component, you have an audio component and you have a reading component. You have lore intermixed with that as well, as well as gameplay, gameplay mechanics, you know? And when those gameplay mechanics go hand in hand with the narrative, that's where we get like what's called, not to be super technical, ludonarrative harmony. That's the word for that, where the gameplay mechanics support what the story is telling. Now, a lot of times gamers get turned off when they experience what is called ludonarrative dissonance, which is that the story is telling us one thing. Like, oh, like, you know, peace is the answer. But then half of the game is shooting animals or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of games like The Last of Us, part one, especially what really attracted people to it is, first of all, the care taken in the story. But that Ludo narrative harmony, like you are told that these creatures are very dangerous. You're not the most skilled. And the, the mechanics of the game support that at the beginning of the game one clicker can kill you and so there is this sort of meshing like the characters are telling you this is a very big threat and then you as a player experience that fear when you come across these creatures in the space whereas other games where they like you know they'll be like oh god zombies and you're like whatever we've mowed down like 500 of these who cares you know <laughs> right well, it's it, and right, I think a, long a great example in Halo is just Halo Three. The end of Halo Three, for example, like that is a panicky ending. We were like, "We're gonna get off this damn planet, bro!" Like, unless like you're in a moment, Halo thing. yeah. Like, mm -hmm. unless you're in the moment playing it, watching it or reading it will not give you the same feeling because you are not Mister Badass Spartan. You are literally just like watching a scene when you're in it and you're like running for your life in that moment it, it has a different emotionality to it and i think not experiencing that you're missing out on all that shit in the way that you should be telling this story and yeah i mean i think they're also missing out on one of the biggest things about hollywood that sucks is that everyone and this is from a guy who has made a few shows this is every time people especially producers and writers and showrunners whatever always want to add their little like thing to it so they can say they added a thing to it yeah and so you can see all the layers of like well i added this and i added this and i added this because rather than just give us the story of a like badass dude who's kind of a mystery who is you know basically mandalorian and a lot of people are saying this is just like a less cool <laughs> mandalorian but like basically sure. living that life i guess um instead we're getting like it's a story about a man reflecting on his humanity and mm -hmm. i think in episode two he <laughs> takes off his mask in episode two yeah they take off his helmet pretty quick according to some in of episode the two yeah crazy like yeah. i i think they missed the mark and, and and it goes back to the idea of like them creating this they clearly like bronze you were saying earlier i feel like they straight up just like 
saw a mountain and decided to scale the cliff in front of them rather than just walking around the back. You know, like they were mm-hmm. like, we can do this. We're going to do We're going to work as hard as possible. And then they just like took the wrong path. <laughs> they were like, yeah. all right, cool, I guess. Thanks, guys. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch and it. I'm gonna be, yeah. I'm going to hate it every step of the way. I can yeah. already tell. We'll see how it goes. We'll, I, we'll I, I think like, on. like anytime you try to tackle something, you should try to do your due minimum. diligence. Yeah. Like even when it's like hosting or interviewing, like yeah, I hate when I'm hired by a company and they don't give me any prep time. Like I actually really fucking hate it because I know if I'm going to be interviewing the devs of a game, I will play 15 to 20 minutes of it. Yeah. Not enough. Like I won't necessarily beat the game, but how can you ask someone interesting questions if you have no clue what right. their body that's, of work is like if you have no idea what they've fucking made yeah that's why when uh when you do like uh late night tv shows the host usually watch the movies of the people they're interviewing of the stars that are, are going there right like they go and watch the films so they can actually ask or read questions. the book yeah or read mm-hmm. the book or have some sort of researcher actually you know do the work and like watch whatever they're going to be interviewing about so. Yeah, so then you can do call-outs to specific things in the content and talk about specific scenes. Yeah. And it's just, like, crazy to me that, like, for me, the base-level research, if I, if you were to say, hey, Bronze, we need you to write a Halo show. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've already played the games, but the first piece of research I would do is probably play through them again, re-familiarize myself with what is it really that has made halo kind of endure the test of time and become one of the most iconic video game franchises ever we have tons of shooters we have tons of of games like this what about this one is what connected to gamers because until you get at the heart of that how can you make a good show mm-hmm. yeah and I, and I and i'm gonna let you in on the craziest secret Uh-oh. everyone big secret it wasn't it wasn't his humanity <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't his like what makes him a man like that no one gave a shit about that yeah it was no 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 one no you're right you're right all right let's do some uh some shout outs and wrap it up Jessie. i love hearing jesse talk about um talk about star wars it's so good <laughs> look at this man look at this man over here wearing the double collared shirt Look at him. It's not double. It's just the inside Listen, is red. That's, it's double that's, that's all card, It's classic. That's card, that's card dealership Oh, you're right. Shirt. It's not would, double collared at all. God damn. This was all an illusion. the inside is, is red. Yeah. I would, Jesse, you should I would wear a double collared shirt. I would give a car based off of that shirt. Thank you. Yeah. I'd be like, get this man an Escalade. Ooh. <laughs> you know, get based the, off that shirt. <laughs> thank you. I'd it the credit show this man our most luxury models give him those versace glasses hell yes all right hey hi boy um man i'm trying to think of all the things that are going on this week there's a lot uh but most of it involves me trying to there is some game that i was informed of called half dead 2 that looks ridiculous (laughs) and i want to play it because it looks ridiculous and I've never seen anything like it. So I'm uh, I'm going to try and I think it's like a weird, I don't know. I might want to try that. 
and like you know stuff on youtube and i'll probably stream some things and like what the hell i don't know it's gonna be fine it's just another week i am more excited than anything i got i got two more episodes of legion to watch i'm like really hyped for those so fingers crossed they're good yeah yeah Yeah. bronze what do you got whoa big bronze wow big bronze big guns big bronze oh that's the wrong bronze get in the camera frame (laughs) i gotta put you in your box bronze (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. you can't get me you okay. can't get me there we go there we go Small bronze. oh man ah, there we go what do you got going on hi hello i'm that bronze girl uh i was gone for two weeks shooting an awesome project that hopefully y'all will see soon everything i'm working on is under nda but in the interim i am streaming and making content you can follow me on twitter you can follow me on Twitch. You can check out my YouTube. Most of the stuff I'm putting out right now is D&D content. I've got an ongoing game Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. And then I la- just launched a one-night Strahd miniseries, uh, which is basically Ooh. just speedrunning Strahd. Um, and that's Friday night. So check it out. Okay, bye. Awesome. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, oh yeah, then me and Bronze will uh, we're we're doing some D and D stuff together. We'll, we'll what? Uh, yeah, we we're gonna, doing a one shot. We're doing session zero soon. We haven't announced a guest or anything, uh, awesome. but we'll do that after we get the art made, uh, so that it doesn't just come together as like a hodgepodge of tweets. <laughs> my dad's gonna be there. Really, old dad? Yeah, my act ink dad. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. That is true. Uh, anyway, we just roiling cast. JP's like we're not announcing cast yet. No, <laughs> uh, that's fine. It's fine to to do the the tease like that. Uh, <laughs> next week we'll do final two episodes of Legion. We'll get prepped for Moon Knight because that debuts next Wednesday. The drought will be <gasps> over of MCU crew shows, uh, and then uh, we'll start covering that every week. Uh, pretty much up until when does uh, when does Doctor Strange come out? What weekend is that? Let's see, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, May sixth. Oh, so it goes all the way till oh, so we have okay. Wait, so if there's six episodes, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, so it'll be between episode five and six. Okay, that's usually what they do, and then we'll yeah. get something crazy that will be like. <gasps> Yeah, you know. Yeah, so we'll cover that in May, and yeah, I guess Morbius, like right? I guess Morbius is a thing. Maybe we'll go see that. I don't know. Maybe we'll just send Jesse to see that, and Jesse can tell us about that film. I'll report back. (laughs) While me and Bronze just kind of grimace our way through it in terms of Jesse's review. I don't know. We'll see. Also, how dare how dare they? I know that everyone on Multiverse of Madness is like, Patrick Stewart's not in it, but literally if you just Google Doctor Strange, over on the side it says Multiverse of Madness, and then the fourth person listed is Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Like, it's not even, the internet is like, no, we don't believe you. Yeah. yeah. Google has decided you're Google's in this. That's a little strange. That's it. Thanks for watching, Jesse. Good luck in the, uh, you know, the ever-going war to end MCU crew next week. We'll triumph. I, okay. No, next week I'm not gonna do. I am doing nothing. I'm gonna <laughs> show up extra early and just sit here and wait. Okay, and not do sh- nothing. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You never know. You never know. Oh, We're out of here. Thank you guys for watching. 
Have a good one. Bye-bye.